Fish Kembe, what are you doing? Why did you hit record again before I'm ready? Don't, don't hit record before I give you the sign. I'm not ready. I haven't, I haven't cleared my throat. Da, 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 da. I haven't had my sip of water. I'm not, uh, I'm not ready yet. Everyone's just going to have to hold on because Fish has gone out of his way to screw this show again. <laughs> Uncle Bob is not happy. I'm not. And yes, I did just refer to myself in the third person as Uncle Bob. All right, now and only now, are we ready for Bob's Fishbowl? Welcome to it, everybody. I'm Bob Van Dyne, or as some people call me, Uncle Bob, or as absolutely no one still calls me, Tijuana Bob. On the show tonight, Notre Dame, Stress, Game of Thrones, Weed, Cheeseburgers, CNN.com, Adam Levine's hair, Posing Pantless, The Silhouette of Jesus Cristo, and the human brain, that and so much more when we get to the submitted questions in the extra dimensional fish B. Yes, buddy, we got it. We will get to you in just a moment. But uh, I guess the big news today, the Mueller report is coming out tomorrow. Or if you're listening to the show tomorrow, it's coming out today. It's very weird the way people listen to these podcasts. Uh, but Mueller on Thursday, he's not saying anything. But Attorney General, Attorney General Bill Barr is going to give a press conference at 9.30 Eastern, two hours before anyone gets to see the highly redacted Mueller report. That doesn't make any sense. They're, they're doing things out of order. Why is this Justice Department, which in theory... Uh, at its best, operates independently, even though it is part of the executive branch of the government. But the, we need an independent uh, law enforcement arm in this country. And it just seems like they're doing President Trump's bidding. And President Trump was on some local radio show today in the Midwest saying that he might do a press conference tomorrow, too. But why is the Justice Department trying so hard to control the narrative here. What is going on? Something's not quite right. We'll see, again, I'm predicting that more pages will be redacted tomorrow than will be unredacted. That's what I fear going into this thing. It's eventually going to get leaked at some point. We'll be able to read the whole thing at the New York Times and the Washington Post. It could be next week, it could be next year, it could be next decade, but at some point, we're going to get it. So uh, I might even, this thing is so early and coverage is starting so early. Like Morning Joe starts at you know, 3 a.m. my time. I'm out on the West Coast in Spokangelis, Washington. Might have to stay up all night. It could be one of those and then just sleep it off during the day or, you know, just, just, just skip a night of sleep. Just do that. And uh, also, Fish B, I better take it down to a whisper. I don't want to offend the other residents of my mom and dad's house. No one has come forward. Man, this is shocking. This is, this is stunning to me. No one has come forward with the opportunity to have a free roommate in the form of myself and a fishbowl and a podcast. It would be very exciting for you. I'm telling you, very exciting. <laughs> 
Sorry, I can hard to say with a straight face, but uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, our executive producer and uh, his big sister will be here for the summer, so after that, we'll figure out what's next. Yeah, Fishby, yeah, we're getting to you, buddy. We're getting to you. We'll get to you right now. Question one from Fishbola reads as follows. Is losing the Notre Dame Cathedral in a weird way a good thing? You know, is, is losing the, I mean, it's a, it's a tragedy of humanity when you lose a monument to humanity, Fishby. Is losing the Notre Dame Cathedral in a weird way a good thing? If, if I had to do the Bill Barr Justice Department uh, uh, personal spin on, 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 why it, on why it may be a good thing? Because if you've been following international news, a friend for France right now is a country with uh, the yellow vest protests, a lot of uh, internal turmoil. Uh, hopefully this brings the, uh, the French people together. And maybe for the first time since September 11th, and I'm, I'm not trying to draw too direct a comparison there, but the world kind of had one moment where everyone kind of kind of came together and felt the same thing, like, like oh, that's awful. So it was, a, it was this shared moment around the globe, and nobody died. Let's not lose sight of that. I mean, yes, losing, losing a monument to humanity, but it's not lost. Macron says it's going to take $2 billion. He wants to build it back within five years. Experts are going to say it's it, it, at least 10 We'll see. Apparently, the makers of uh, Ubisoft, uh, the makers of Assassin's Creed, uh, they're going to help out because uh, one of the one of those video game series t- takes part uh, during the French Revolution in Gaypery. So that's that's the only positive spin I can put on it. Next question. Next one. What do you personally stress out about the most? What hmm, deeply personal. Deeply personal. What do I stress out about the most? Let me, uh... Thank you, Fishby. I appreciate the stall beat there. That's what, that's what that was. That was a... That was... See, now you're back in my good graces. That was, that was actually good on you, Fishby. Thank you. Um... Honestly, I mean, I stress out about a lot of stuff like everybody. It's, these are stressful times. It's a stressful age. I mean, we just lost the... We just lost the Notre Dame, or, or at least, uh... Uh, almost lost it. Almost lost it. They're, they're going to rebuild. The, the, the walls, the towers, they're still there. Um, the most stressful thing for me, like on a day-in, day-out basis, and if I didn't do this show, I would absolutely go insane because I, I'd have no choice but to dwell on it as my mind wandered, as it, you know, my vivid imagination does. But not living in the same place as, as my kids and only having them on their, on their school breaks is, is, is tremendously uh, difficult for all involved. And it's probably harder on them than it is on me. And I know how hard it is on me. And so that's a, uh, a, a spinning cyclone of, uh, of stress. Um, also, we have big plans for this show going forward. And I... I'm concerned that those big plans, those big dreams, the, the, where this show is going to be and how it comes to life in the next year as we continue to roll in more components and elements and start to think about the visual presentation of it, 
I mean, is is, is that just some uh, a drug induced a, a bipolar mania a pipe dream where you get out over your skis and you think you can accomplish more than you really can because because you're manic and not thinking clearly and just and just high on life and the world is is, is your oyster. Um, so do I have, I mean, I'm, I'm always second guessing myself. You've heard me say this before. The question I ask myself more than any other all the time at any given moment, where is reality and how close am I to it? I think most of the time I'm fairly close to reality. Most of the time I'm fairly close, but not always. And oftentimes I won't realize that I wasn't close to reality until, until days or even a week after. And I'll go, whoa, that was, my brain really slowed down there. Or my brain was really going fast there. So those are, those are, those are the things I stress out about. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yeah, Fish B, we, we just heard you. We know it's you. Your name is in the question. Have you had any issue with your fly lately? What's wrong with you, Fishby? No one cares about this. And why, why are you calling me out on issues with my fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I mean, I have, uh, I have a few pairs of jeans. Uh, two are nicer that I like to wear out the most. They're the most comfortable. And, uh, and yeah, if I don't, for some reason, they're both zippers. I got to get some buttons or some paper clips or, or, or something. Some some weed resin. I need I need something that uh, I don't I don't know what to do. But if if I don't uh, reliably, if I go an hour without checking to make sure that my fly is still up, it'll either be half down or sometimes in these gray jeans I have it'll it'll just it'll just be all the way down. And luckily I don't leave the house that much. But what it's, it's embarrassing. You know it's like no did either no one notice or did no one tell me? And why are you bringing it up on the show? Jerk. If you were a game of this is a lot about me. Can we can we get to more important stuff? If you were a game of thrones character, who would you be? If I was a game of thrones character, who would I be? I I would be uh un- unfortunately for me uh, although, although I am, she's probably more manly than I am. Unfortunately, I, uh, 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 it could, it could be argued. It could be argued that I bear a striking resemblance to, to Brienne of Tarth. And, and my legal name is, is Brian. It's Brian Robert. So, so not only are, are, are Brian and, and Brienne of Tarth, uh, dangerously close names, um, she's kind of big. I'm kind of big. We're both uh, fair complexion and the blind. Like, yeah. So if I was, uh, if I, but, but I'm not, I mean, she's one of, she's one of the greatest knights in this, in the, in the seven kingdoms of Westeros. I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be a knight. I, 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 um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Move on. Next question. Enough about me. Who cares? Who cares? Fish bait. What on earth is a Rocky Mountain High cheeseburger delight? Ooh, this is, uh, I, I like this idea. The Rocky Mountain, the Rocky Mountain High cheeseburger delight, excuse me, is, is a promotional burger being done by Carl's Jr. And it's going to have sauce on it. And the sauce is being infused with CBDs. 
Unfortunately, it's only going to be sold on one day this Saturday, the annual stoner holiday, 420, also the anniversary of Columbine, also the anniversary of Hitler's birth. But for one day and one day only, and only in Denver, Colorado, hence the name, the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. But I actually find CBDs to be, to, to be very helpful. I, lo- I look forward to more research. I, I find both in terms of uh, inflammation, in terms of my ability to get around during the day, and then also just overall lowering uh, of my stress level, and, and it can work as a, as a slight mood enhancer without the high. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big, a big believer, big proponent of the CBDs. And even the coffee shops you drive by now here in Washington State, uh, uh, like the espresso the ones, you know, the drive throughs that are everywhere, the little ones. Uh, half of them in town, in fairness, half of them are girls selling coffee in their underpants. But while you're buying coffee from a girl in her underpants for, I'm assuming what you pass along is an absorbent tip, um, you can get like CBD shots Put in your espresso or your latte or whatever the hell it is you're drinking. So uh, that's, what, that's what a Rocky Mountain High cheeseburger delight is. If I was in Denver on Saturday, I would go get one. Hint, hint, Denver. Uh, what's your CNN.com headline of the day? Uh, there's always a lot of headlines. I mean, they, they are, you know, they do news over there. They're the cable news network. Uh, The CNN.com headline of the day, quote, Cantonese opera has a new star, end quote. Thank you, CNN.com. I knew if anyone would have their finger on the pulse of Cantonese opera, none other than the U.S. edition of CNN.com, thank you for the headline of the day, Cantonese Opera has a new star. Yeah, I understand why you're applauding again. It's, it's fucking impressive. It is, it's, it's fucking impressive. You cannot argue with that. Uh, would you like to take a moment to weigh in on Adam Levine's hair? His flat top mohawk? Would I like to take a moment to, what? to weigh in or to reflect on Adam Levine's hair. In two words, fuck no. Next question! Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. No, no, we know it's you. We didn't want to hear from you the first time. Now, second time, yo, it's Fish Me, Fish B again. Should everyone have to pose pantless at age 47. For fuck's sake, we know it's you, Fishby. Shut up. Uh, she, um, did, you, did you see the picture? Do you know what this is a reference? I, I actually do, so I have, I have a little bit of a head start. But uh, former former e-host of, of Wild On, is she still married to that, that plastic surgeon? But, but Brooke Burke? Does she work for Dancing with the Stars for a while? But it, does Brooke Burke, um, she, she posed pantless at age 47, and if everyone looked like Brooke Burke, the answer is 100% yes for sure. She, she's clearly in shape. That person has a gymnasium membership, I'm guessing, or probably a gymnasium in her home and a personal trainer comes out to, you know, bust her out. 
as they say, or do, do they not? Is that not a term? Is that it's not? I'm just I'm just making that up. They, Buster out is not a thing, at least not in terms of, of the gym. But if you want to be in good enough shape to pose pantless, don't you need someone to bust you out? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I would actually like this to become a thing. I think I think on everyone's 47th birthday, they should be required. I mean, no nudity. You do you do the side view with with, with one leg in front of the other, and 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 you, you have your hands up against the wall, and you, you look over the camera, and you smile, and you get some kind of fan effect to get your hair like it's blowing in the wind, even though you're standing next to a wall, and that that should be a rite of passage. That should, that, just, just, just like circumcision, a, a, a rite of passage should be posing pantless on your, on your 47th birthday. Someone, I got a few years to go. Someone, someone remind me when we get there. So way to, way to go. Next question. Did you see the silhouette of Jesus in the Notre Dame fire? Did I, did I, no, did, did someone, did someone else claim, is that, is that what they're saying? They saw the silhouette of Jesus in the fire with the, that's the, I mean, it, isn't it, isn't Edie Brickell who said religion is, is a smile on a dog? And didn't she also say drown me in the shallow water before I get too deep? Both of those Edie Brickell, thank you. Is she still married to Paul Simon? We're just playing minutia now. All right, moving on. Um, what was the question? Uh, did I see, did, no, I didn't, I didn't see, and I, I don't think this, this person, I mean, you can see whatever you want in a fire. This, this, this is like driving in a car with someone who claims they see a cloud that looks just like an elephant. They, the, the cloud doesn't look just like an elephant. Your brain is just so good at forming patterns because your brain, your eyes pull it, pull it so much information per second, your brain can't process it. So your brain kind of fills in these gaps for you. The human senses absorb about 5,000 pieces of information per second. Your brain can only process about 500 or 10% of everything that your senses are bringing in, right? So your brain makes choices as to what's important. And seeing Jesus in a fire, you can see Jesus in any fire. If you, if you want to see Jesus in any fire... You can see Jesus wherever you want. You could you could stare. Do this right now. Stare at your ceiling. Just just light. Well, first first take off your pants and and just prepare for turning forty seven. And then and then lie down on the floor and just stare at the ceiling. It might take you a couple minutes, but you can't get up until you see Jesus. And I guarantee, I guarantee, you could find Jesus in your ceiling. If you look for long enough, thank you, Fishby. Last question, as always, comes from our executive producer, Isaiah, the tiny player, who turns, uh, has, has a birthday this weekend on Easter. <laughs> Isaiah writes, how does the human brain work? Uh, well, we, we were just talking about that a little bit. The human brain is, I mean, that's a great question, but the human brain, I, th I think even like the top neuroscientists will tell you, is still far more mystery than non-mystery. We know more about the universe. We know more about the Big Bang than we do the human brain. It, it is a, it's a mysterious lump of cells, the human brain. I, I, so no, I can't explain how it works, but I don't think the brightest amongst us could. We're, at least we're not there yet. 
Science is improving every single day at an exponential rate, so we'll see. But there are three stories uh, in the last two days that I saw about, that I happen to have uh, in my notes here, if I can uh, find it somewhere. Oh, there it is. All right, so the, the first story, this is a study, the first story here, uh, zombie pigs, this went down at Yale, where they do actual research, I'm told. So zombie pigs, they took 300 uh, pig heads from a local slaughterhouse, apparently no one was in the mood for pig head soup, so they took 300 pig heads from a slaughterhouse. They put them in some kind of magic chamber. Then they blasted the dead pig head, which had been dead for four hours. They blasted with a formula of chemicals, magic chamber, and then blasted with a formula of magic chemicals for six hours. And well, they, they weren't able to totally revive all brain function, the brain, it, it wasn't, they, they couldn't make the brain conscious again. But on some level, uh, there was brain activity that they, were, that they were able to, again, this required a magic chamber, perhaps no factual data, but perhaps the tusk of bull walrus and vampire semen. But a magic chamber... And then they blasted with a formula of chemicals for six hours and, and were able to make this brain start to, you know, <laughs> that's weird. And then, and then th this freaked me out a little bit to do uh, today, too. Um, after you, quote unquote, die, I'm using that in quotes for a reason. Uh, the story read, you know, you're dead because your brain is still working. They, they don't know exactly how long that goes on. But some people talk about hearing or seeing a, a, giant, a giant flash of white light, you know, and we, we've heard that story our, our entire lives. But this is, uh, this, tri this trips me out because they, they've actually heard from people that because when they actually pronounce you dead is when your heartbeat stops. But obviously, it, I mean, you, your brain still ha has oxygen for a while, but how long on sub... It, that's a trippy thing to think about. They've had heart attack victims that, that have literally heard themselves be pronounced dead. And then, and then they've came back and they've been fully aware of their situations, but they're completely trapped in their dead body yet they still have a sense of what's going on around them. Um, is, 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 is this the time to think twice about cremation? I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think the brain only lasts for a few minutes, but who, who knows? Uh, and lastly, uh, scientists have developed a new quantum material. Don't ask me what precisely that means. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. And these are scientists, scientists, have developed a new quantum material that could transfer data from the human brain to a computer sooner rather than later. Yeah, Fishby, I know that's weird, right? I, I know. Sooner rather they don't get they don't give an exact time frame, but sooner than you think, and sooner rather than later, which starts to create all kinds of of weird things. It, it, they may be able to cure Alzheimer's by, by, by measuring uh, a, a waves of electricity 
in your brain or, and, and, and being able to transfer those to a computer and then be put a chip back in your brain. The, the, the science here is, I mean, it's cutting edge. I hate, I hate cliches, but it's cutting edge. All right, Fishby, your work is, uh, your work is done. It's time for a little something called Paleta Bola de Fuego. Hopefully I don't hit myself in the head with the paddle ball just perfectly that my heart stops beating and I lie here motionless, be pronounced dead, yet I know exactly what's going on because my brain is still fine. Anyway, a Paleta Bola de Fuego. Uh, if you live in Washington State like me, get them while they're hot because Washington State is going to ban eyeball tattoos. Your dream of an eyeball tattoo in Washington State is just about over. The shop could be fined as much as $10,000. You're going to have to go to jail and have your cellmate, Willie. He's going to be in charge of your eyeball tattoo if you want it done right. From Tool, A Perfect Circle, Pussifer, and probably a bunch of other bands I'm not mentioning. Maynard James Keenan is 55 years old today, or as I like to call him, Maynard James Keenan Ivory Wayans. Regulators have uh, stopped the sale of all pelvic mesh. And I say, it's about time. Pelvic mesh has been, a, been an enemy of, of pelvises forever. It's about time it's gone, pelvic mesh. Uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are legally single. So let the, let the fucking begin. And Oprah has her own avocado orchard because honestly, buying avocados is ridiculous. Who in their right mind would buy an avocado when the, when the logical thing to do is just start an avocado orchard? God, I love Oprah. Can her and Michelle Obama please run for president together? That's the you think Mayor Pete's got hype. Can we get can we get Oprah and Michelle on a joint ticket? They do a Reagan, they win like 49 states. Anyway, everyone, that's the show. That's chapter 162. Thank thank you for hanging out. Your your participation was excellent tonight. You were you were terrific. I apologize that I was only so-so, but you were you were outstanding. Way to go, you. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Bob's Fish Bowl, it, it's always posted by 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific, Monday through Friday. And by always, I mean almost always, 99% of the time. Unless something in my life goes horribly, horribly, horribly wrong or fantastically well, Monday through Friday, uh, 11 Eastern, uh, 8 Pacific. Uh, there's a website. This, this is pretty shitty, but it's there. It's uh, bobsfishbowl.com. And uh, I suck at social media, but I'm on there a little bit. You can find me at Bob Van Dyne. Uh, but really, when it comes to social media, you're in charge. If you like the show or you think you know someone that might like the show, it's your job to share it. It's me and Fish B's job to do the show. You are the social media director. Congratulations. It's a position that pays nothing, but think of the thrill, you just the thrill of being alive and knowing that you're part of something bigger than yourself like a podcast named Bob's Fishbowl that's performed nightly from a 43-year-old adult who lives in his parents' basement. Life doesn't get better than this. It does not. It doesn't. I've been all over the world. It doesn't get better than this. Anyway, I love you. Back tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye.